0: Hello and welcome to Weekly MTG. I'm your host, Blake Rasmussen, and today I have two fantastic guests with me. I have Natalie and Harless here to talk about the relaunch of the Magic Story podcast. We're kind of in a cool time after March of the Machine, before the Aftermath story, so we thought we'd sit down, talk about the the new podcast, the relaunch of the podcast, talk about Magic Story, how it came to be, a little behind-the-scenes look. Um, Of note, I know there are a lot of people here in chat who want to talk about other things and I appreciate that and we appreciate you uh, being here, hanging out, um, but we're going to stick to the Magic Story podcast today. Sorry to disappoint, Um, but next week we'll have a lot more stuff to talk about and reveal. But in the meantime, uh, a little bit of news first. Yesterday was the launch of the latest Secret Layer Drop, the Secret Layer Spring Super Drop. Um, This one's a little near and dear to my heart, which we'll see why in a moment, besides there being a bunch of cool blue cards. Uh, So let's go through the drop real quick. So first of of all, uh, there are three different Showcase March of the Machine drops. This is Volume 1. All three drops come exclusively in Halo foil, that new Halo foiling that you saw in March of the Machine. So if you like that foiling... If you like the planar treatments, these are for you. Each drop is $49.99. There's volume two up there, and then volume three, uh, my personal favorite of the group with Misdirection and Uvara Halkite there. Um, all three of those are available, again, for $49.99. The next drop is Nature is Adorable. And it is, it's it so is. adorable. it's so adorable. Uh, There's a foil version, so this is uh, traditional foil, not the Halo foil. $39.99. Non-foil is $29.99. Cool Ocean Breeze is next. Bunch of blue cards, so this one, I do love this one. This is not the one that is near and dear to my heart, though. Uh, $39.99 for foil, $29.99 for non-foil. And then next up, my favorite drop for reasons I'll talk about in a sec. The artist series, Elena Danner, uh, friend of the show. Now, uh, we are aware of the error on the art in the Seraph Sanctuary. Um, that is the final art right there. Um, but I love this draw because, as it turns out, my wife was the model for the Linvala Keeper of Silence. Elena Danner, friend of the show, also friend of my family. So... <clears throat> My wife got to be in there and is now an angel in magic, which is Aww, just. That's so cool. That's it's amazing. It's so cool. <laughs> I it's love so that. cool. She might be watching right now. Hi, Shauna. Um, next up, artist series, Randy Vargas. So um, try not to cry when you look at that oh. selfless savior. Seriously. Really? It's, yeah. oh, it's, it's, yeah, it gets you. It gets you in the feels. It really does. Um, Also, really great card. So um, yeah, the Randy Vargas Super Drop is fantastic. Foil $39.99, non-foil $29.99. That's the price uh, for all of the Artist Series, uh, including the next one from Rebecca Guay. I'm a big fan of that the mixture. Also, Sarah the Benevolent has sunglasses, which is just the best. It's delightful. It is delightful. Um, all of those are available on secretlayer.wizards.com. Right now, you can go ahead and order those right now if you want, or later. You do you. Um, Next up, I also want to highlight that MagicCon Minneapolis is coming up. I'm going to be there. Are either you two? I'm going to be there. Fantastic. Mm, Carlos is going to be there. Absolutely. Um, So that is happening in Minneapolis, uh, the city where I was born. May 5th to 7th, I'm going to see my family. Um, My nephew was born today.
1: Amazing. We're just wow. we're just getting
0: personal today, <laughs> yeah. just talking about my wife and my nephew and my home. It's it's a good it's a good day. We're gonna spend more time talking about the Magic Story podcast. Uh, but if you are able to make it to MagicCon Minneapolis, definitely come out. Uh, one of the new things we are doing is that Friday we have the preview panel. So if you are planning to come out, Friday is a great day to do it. The preview panel is gonna give you all kinds of information on a bunch of un- upcoming sets. Uh, including Wild Soul, Drain, um, Doctor Who, uh, Lord of the Rings, Commander Masters. We have preview cards. We have news. Um, if you want to learn new stuff, that's the place to do it. Friday at two p.m. Uh, and of course, that's going to be followed by Game Nights Live, which is always a big hit at every one of these we go to. Uh, all right, let's talk about the Magic Story podcast. So, let's do it. so first of all. Um, who are you two? What, what, do you, what do you do for Wizards of the Coast besides the Magic Story podcast? That's
2: a Great question. Um, <laughs> I'm Natalie Kreider. I'll start. Hi. Um, I'm Natalie Kreider and I am a game producer and I work on the Magic Tabletop team. And I'm Harless Snyder.
1: I um, work on Magic Tabletop as well. I'm a product marketing manager.
0: Okay. So um, neither of those are story roles. So um, we, we had a Magic Story podcast in the past, yes. um, back in the original Dominaria set and you two brought it back. Where where did this come from?
1: Yeah, um, you know, Natalie and I both, we joined uh, the company around the same time. And we both had kind of the same experience where we were like, okay, I really want to know as much as possible about about magic and about what's going on and for me the most accessible way to understand that is through story Mm -hmm. you know um, it's very fun to play magic but there's so much more than just the gameplay and we really were looking for what can we listen to on our Mm drive-in um that would tell us what's going on right now because i know i know when i came on we were kind of coming out of zendikar going into kaldheim and i was like there's so much cool stuff happening Mm -hmm. and i want to get caught up on it Um, and i ended up just reading the stories and just absolutely fell in love um and i think natalie had a really similar yeah. experience
2: yeah um- I was so spellbound by, when I first looked at a magic card, the very first magic card that I ever saw was Tezzeret. Mm -hmm. And this planeswalker was so fascinating to me because I had so many questions. I was, I wanted to know the story behind Tezzeret. I like, granted, I was brand brand new to magic. i had never, never seen something like this before. And so that's where I kind of just went into a rabbit hole of of discovering all of this cool stuff Mm -hmm. behind the card and these characters and this story and I was I was like heartless, wanting something where I was at the time I was also like commuting back and forth to work and I was spending all this time in the car and I just wanted that time to be filled in with I want to know more mm-hmm. about magic story and so I fell in love with the story because it made me fall in love with the game mm-hmm. and it was like all intertwined with me discovering magic for the very first time It was just a cool experience and I've been in love with the story ever since
0: okay so it really came from kind of approaching it like a fan absolutely yeah but you're both in the building yeah you you sit right by (laughs) the people who make the story yes so how does that color your experience what what additional are you able to bring to the podcast
1: yeah absolutely I mean we are able to work directly with the story team while we're working on our podcast in the way that we're able to ask them questions right Mm -hmm. and we are fans you're absolutely right like we are really approaching this as we we are such fans of the work that the story team the world building teams do and I mean you know Everything from to me, like everything from you know the art on the cards to the story like tells you so much more than just just what's on the card, right Like, like there's just mm-hmm. so much more to find. Um, so yeah, yeah
0: okay. so um, what what are your goals with this podcast, besides having something to uh, listen in the drive on work, what are you aiming to create here?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, So right now, if you're listening to the podcast out there, we are in the middle of season three, Mm -hmm. which is Phyrexia, All Will Be One, which Mm -hmm. was the set that came out right before March of the Machine. And so we're getting you caught up with the entire Phyrexian arc. So Mm -hmm. we are going to go through all through season three, Phyrexia, All Will Be One, and then we are, are going to dive into March of the Machine and go through all through season four. Mm-hmm. So we're going to kind of get you caught up. And the goal through that is to have that entry point to discover what's going on with this Phyrexian arc and mm-hmm. why is this so significant to the story and kind of have this, uh, like this episode one starting point to understand what's going on with the story right now. Mm-hmm. And that was, the, that was the one thing that Harless and I really wanted in, in bringing this podcast to life is that where do I start sort of answer for, mm-hmm. for everyone out there just getting involved with magic for the first time, or maybe rediscovering magic for the first time in a long time and want to get caught up on these characters and this and this villain that's trying to take over the multiverse, mm-hmm. you know, and, and kind of get caught up that way. Um, so that's our goal is like, we're going to go through this whole Phyrexian arc and get you all caught up to speed on why this is why this is so significant. Mm-hmm. And we really started with Dominaria because it is that good entry point, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. So when um, we start off with Dominaria, we move through the Brothers War, and then, like Natalie said, we're in um, we're in oh, Phyrexia, All Will Be One, right now, mm-hmm. which is, of course, just fantastic, and yeah. it's so fun, <laughs> and it's so fun to get to experience the story through the podcast, like you know, reading it over and over and over, making sure that we fully understand everything that's happening. It really feels like we it feels like such a privilege to be able to dissect this beautiful fiction that all of these writers come together and create for us and mm-hmm. really dive into it. And, you know, we're, we're suckers for good lines. You know, we'll, we'll yeah. pause it and be like, <laughs> we're gonna read you this line straight from the story because yeah. it's yeah. just <laughs> so good. Um, I majored in um, poetry and so that's just very near and dear to my heart and I'm just a mm-hmm. sucker for a good line and yeah. our writers have a ton of them. Yeah, they
0: do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, you mentioned reading the story over and over again, what is your process like in, in building one of these episodes of the podcast? Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, we start by reading the story, and by the way, we try not to read ahead. So we're trying to do it episode by episode so that we are surprised right along with you. Mm -hmm. We don't want to spoil anything, and we're going to be like, our reactions are real. in in the podcast so what we do is we go in and we read and we kind of recap it for you but there are times where we just like harla said we need to say it word for word from the actual story just because it's this it's this epic moment that we want to like really like pave to light for for all of you listening out there Mm -hmm. um and we do it in about maybe like 30 to 40 minutes and so it's like a really good digestible accessible way to Mm -hmm. get caught up on a on a fiction episode Mm -hmm. and um and we have authentic reactions right along with you. So oh, yeah. we are kind of having these fan reactions almost because mm-hmm. we are discovering it for the first time, like for real. Um, and so there was an episode that just dropped where um, Jace and Vraska, like are Spoiler <laughs> ha- alert. Like, spoiler <laughs> alert, sorry. <laughs> um, where, you know, like that whole scene with Jace and Vraska, like Jace going after Vraska and New Phyrexia, And Harless and I were like legit, heartbroken over Mm -hmm. this whole, this whole scene. And so that's just one example over how, how we just have these authentic and very sometimes emotional reactions when reading this story, just because we are truly discovering it with you.
1: Yeah. We call it
2: our flavor text.
1: Yeah. Our, (laughs) our like little spice (laughs) that we throw in, right? Like our personal reactions to it. Um, Because yeah, like we will have moments where we're like, this happened. Like, we have to talk about this, right? Because there's so many amazing things that are happening in the story right now. Yeah. Um, so many amazing things, so many scary things, mm-hmm. so many unexpected things. So,
0: so the Jason Vraska moment was, yeah. I'm sorry, was one of them. Yeah. Harless, what's kind of a, a standout moment from this recent story for you?
1: Yeah, um, really, We are, right now we're recording the, um, the, we're a little bit ahead in our recording schedule, right? So we're recording uh, the episodes for March of the Machine right Mm -hmm. now. So um, there's a lot in March of the Machine that was just absolutely mind-blowing. But one of the really cool things to me is that um, we just dropped an episode from All Will Be One that is from the perspective of a Phyrexian. So it's from the perspective of Ixhell. And that was really, really cool to get into the mind of a Phyrexian Mm -hmm. and understand, especially because what we really tried to do was (coughs) kind of juxtapose it against the, um, there's another side story in All Will Be One uh, uh, called Cinders that is about resistance and about hope and about friendship. Mm -hmm. And we see what happens when someone is taken by Phyrexia and um, not necessarily by force even, but through like coercion and manipulation and, Mm -hmm. and it seeming to be like their idea, right? And then we get to see the flip side of that yeah. with hell We get to see, um, I am a ruthless beast, uh, but I am having emotions and those emotions are wrong. So it's like the complete opposite on each. And I thought that was just really fascinating. And just, wow, how it's really hard to write from the perspective, to like talk from the perspective of a Phyrexian because you're saying mm-hmm. things that are like ick, yeah. <laughs> very ick. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, you're like, I don't agree with this, but. But, you know, it really gets you into that mindset, which is truly horrifying, Mm -hmm. the, the phyrexia mindset.
2: Yeah, that has to be one of my favorite episodes that we recorded was the one that just dropped this Monday. Yep. Yeah. Was the the one where you're behind Excel's perspective, which is Atrax's creation, and you're the behind the perspective of a Phyrexian. And also it was written entirely from the you perspective, yeah. the second perspective, mm. which forced you to become Phyrexian mm-hmm. right alongside Excel. Yeah. And it just was so fascinating to read. And that's something that I really appreciate about Magic Story is that it also forces you to see the other side like Mm -hmm. yes you get the perspective of all of our planeswalker heroes trying to save the multiverse that's there but you also get the perspective of the phyrexians Mm -hmm. and don't want to spoil too much but we get even more of that in march of the machine which was just so cool to be Mm -hmm. able to see the other side the side of the villain which you don't often get in story and and it's and it's really really fascinating
0: so how much while you're recording the podcast do you go back and forth and like oh wait that card and then, and then talk about that. How, how much do you connect the, the actual story to the card set?
1: We actually really don't. We don't talk about mechanics that much on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we really wanted to keep it story-focused. Because, yeah. you know, there's so much amazing content already out there that talks about mechanics. I mean, Gavin comes to mind. You come to mind. Um, but we really wanted to focus on story only. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Um, we really try, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about like, for instance, it's hard not to talk about mana and what mana is and yep. why that's yep. important in yep. the podcast. But we really wanted to leave it to the other people who are doing such a good job already talking about cards and mechanics. And we're kind of staying in our, our little story focused lane right now.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, we, we do have a Q&A section at the end, but I, I do have a good question from chat that I, I thought was uh, timed well so you're you're doing march of the machine now then we hit the aftermath and then we have a break in in magic story until we get back to wilds of aldraine we've got some cool sets in there but none of them are are story focused Mm -hmm. what are your plans with the podcast during that break that's
2: That's a good question yeah so the way that we are releasing in the cadence is that we are getting you caught up Mm -hmm. so march of the machine is actually going to take us all the way through until about August Mm -hmm. and we're also doing the aftermath and so we are going to drop the episodes with the aftermath as well so that you can get caught up on the whole Phyrexian arc Mm -hmm. Um, and then at that point we are going to be right around the time of Wilds of Eldraine. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give too much away but can kind of connect the dots there of where we're headed.
0: Yeah Yeah. so when um, when you're recording these podcasts and looking at how to space them out what's your when should people look for these? If if they're keeping up with you yeah. as new podcasts drop, how often should they expect them?
1: We drop episodes every Monday.
0: Every Monday. Every Monday. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and like Natalie said, we're trying to we're it'll be paced out for quite a while um, through the summer, so we're giving you like a slow burn with with March of the Machine.
0: Okay. Yeah. Some, something for that commute every day. And and yeah. each episode, as you said, about forty minutes long.
1: Um. So about, with yeah. this season, they're like thirty to forty-five minutes. Yeah. Uh, season two was we had long the, mm-hmm. those are, those are the longest episodes and that's because we were telling it's interesting because it, that set goes back and forth between the past and the, and brothers, the, war. This the, the yeah. brothers war yeah. Yeah. yeah and so um with that one they were a little they were long so those those episodes are probably on the long longer side but um typically we stay between 30 and 45 minutes this is because of that commute reason right like mm-hmm. i know that when i'm a i'm a big fan of podcasts i listen to podcasts all the time yeah. and so i know that for me like like i just drove i drove 6 hours to see a friend this weekend and it was just binging podcasts like the mm-hmm. whole way through <laughs> but you really want that bite-sized chunk because you don't want to have to like stop in the middle go do something else yeah. so we really try to make it into that that like i said a bite-sized chunk yeah
0: how often when you're getting ready for a show do you wander over to a desk or, or ping someone on teams and, and just be like so I read this thing what is going on here <laughs> a please lot. explain all the time um, yeah
1: I definitely have messaged Roy Graham before and said why are you hurting me <laughs> um, <laughs> why did you do this um, absolutely especially like um i mean even in dominaria there were some really big things that happened in that storyline and i just remember being like how could you um how dare you why are you doing this to me um so so definitely lots of feelings and we 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 do share them
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah same story here yeah like i I message, you know, our world building team and our and our story creators with like the same questions over like, yeah.
1: oh my gosh, really? <laughs> the most fun though is when I say, wait a minute, this thing that happened in season one is why this thing happened here, and they're just like they give you this like sly yeah. smile. They're like, they're like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah.
0: It's like we planned it. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good place to plug, just because you said Roy Graham. Uh, Roy and uh, Emily Tank are going to be on the show next week. So for Fantastic. those who love story, are interested in story, we are going to be talking aftermath. We're going to go through the whole aftermath set Ooh. on, on Ooh. Weekly MTG. We're going to talk about all the story bits, what this card means, what that card means, what's going on in this plane. So um, I'll talk again about that at the end of the show. But if you are loving the story, love um, listening to the story podcast, and you're interested in what happens in the aftermath, uh, the actual aftermath story, the written story, begins next Monday, runs Monday, Tuesday, and then on Tuesday, we'll have the show, we'll go through the whole set, and uh, we'll talk about what, what is the aftermath of the invasion of the multiverse. That's exciting. Um, okay, but back to the podcast. So, um, you know, this seems like you guys have, have fun with this, you, you really enjoy doing this, um, but are there, are there any challenges, anything that makes making this podcast hard?
1: Oh, sure. Um, One of the things that's really hard for me is we really try not to read ahead Mm -hmm. um, of where we're recording because we want our reactions to be genuine Mm -hmm. and we want to experience it with with our audience as a fan ourselves, right? So we don't want to accidentally predict the future, if that makes sense. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, and maybe this will be important later. I don't want to know that myself because I don't want that to come into the podcast. Like, I really want it to be like, we're focused on... This episode right now, and we're going to talk about it. And if it connects to something that we've already talked about, absolutely, we'll bring that up. But yeah. but we don't want to be forward facing. But it's so hard because <laughs> so hard. you, I will because we live in
0: the building yeah. and we're like we can find these things out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and also like what we do is we actually we print this like big binder off um, mm-hmm. of all the stories that we we can flip through, so we can like mark it up, and it makes it a little bit easier for us. And so it's right there. Yeah. I can just flip the page and I can yeah. read the next story and especially if it ends on a cliffhanger, which lately we've been doing a lot of cliffhangers at the end of episodes. Yep. And yep. I'm like, I could just I could just flip the page. Yep. And I could know, but I can't know. I
2: can't no, I can't So I can't. would say that's one of the most challenging things. It takes mm-hmm. discipline yeah. to not read ahead it and does. to let it be authentically in the moment. because yeah. um, like Carla said, we're trying to bring actual reactions yeah. to you all too. and we don't want to be all knowing, you know of of what happens in the future. We don't want to and that's and that's another thing that we're trying to do with the podcast is that, we're, we're not trying to spoon feed you what is important. We want yeah. you to let you figure that out for yourself, yeah. with, along with us with the story. And it's like, oh, that's why Halo was important. Or that's why this and this happened mm-hmm. all the way back in Dominar United and it's come full circle now. Um, it's, it's just really cool when we do it. And we hope that that comes across in the podcast too, where you get to kind of yeah. draw the connections with us and, and we're not telling you what's Taking important. Taking them along for the yeah, ride. Exactly, than, yeah. exactly. Yeah, magic fans are smart.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. and and to me, like, when I can put the, when someone lays something out and allows me to put the dots together myself, like, I have more fun with that. Like, mm-hmm. we're gamers. We want to solve puzzles. Yep. So we, we try to give that same
0: experience to our listeners. I learn a lot about my, our story when I go on the internet and I'm like, oh, oh, that, okay, yeah, that is what that <laughs> right, right. I get it now. <laughs> yeah. I get it now. <laughs> I am also paying attention. Um, okay. I do have more questions, but chat actually threw a bunch of good questions in here that I don't want to lose. Um, so... <clears throat> Do you have any plans to have any of the writers on the podcast?
1: We hope to. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We, we don't have concrete plans right now, but that is something we are we are looking uh, to do yeah. in the future.
0: Yeah, we've had a few of them on the show here, and they're yeah. all mm-hmm. delightful here.
1: Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, like, it's definitely taking a lot of willpower not to just um, message K. Arsenal Rivera as I'm reading <laughs> March of the Machine and just be like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Um, will the podcast be able to cover at some point in time things that we didn't get in the text story so their um, example is the invasion of the tavada
1: we really try to just cover the written stories mm-hmm. and give you that information i mm-hmm. think that you know there's a lot of avenues for the world building team to talk about you know kind of more um but we really stick to just what's written because it's kind of sacred to us right yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. really this like this beautiful story, this beautiful text, and um, there's just so much to draw out of it. And so we really want to
0: stay yeah. it. So one, I'm just throwing this in. This yeah. literally just occurred to me. Besides the story, if you want to focus on the written stuff, we do have the like um, Planeswalker's Guide, yeah. the Legends mm-hmm. of. You could adapt some of those. Oh, that's they'd be idea. kind of different episodes because yeah. they're less narrative-driven, but they're a bunch yeah. of vignettes. Yeah. Just an option.
1: Yeah. No, I like that. That's yeah. a great idea. Thanks, chat.
0: Yeah. Uh, next question. Is there an old magic character or card that you would love a new story to develop? Something from Ooh. the past Ooh. maybe.
2: Ooh, um, something, something really interesting just popped into my mind um, with that question. It's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were going through the Brothers' War, this was a retelling <clears throat> of the old Brothers' War. And something that I was always curious about as we were rereading this story, this, this more modern story of the Brothers' War, is really uh, like kind of behind the scenes of what happened to Mishra, mm. um, yeah. and like further understanding the the context between these two brothers. And I would love to have like more insight into into that story specifically the brother that we didn't get a ton of insight into in the yeah. podcast, and yeah. in, in particular for this time around. Um, that was the first one that kind of came to mind over an old character that I'm like, ooh, yeah, I wonder if there's something more. That no, that that I totally agree there. with that yeah. because
1: we get a lot in, in of insight into ERZA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Mishra, it's, it's left as like a question mark as to like the motivations. Yeah. As to was there phyrexian involvement as, you know, there's a lot of open questions there yeah. still to me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so um, I'd love to, I'd love to see that too. That's yeah. a good answer, yeah. Natalie. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, next up, and this, this is actually a really good question. Where do I start? So if if someone wants to jump into the story, where do they start? Either with your podcast or with the story. What are your recommendations?
1: So if you want to start with the podcast, I would say go to um, our episode one. So Mm -hmm. they they are, they restarted. So like we still have all the old magic story podcasts on there. But if you go back to where it just says number one, um, which is the first episode of Dominaria United, Mm -hmm. um, that is a great place to start because we will tell you, so truly the Phyrexian (coughs) arc started you know call it was a little bit in call time maybe a little bit
0: i mean if you want to get real pedantic which i can uh (laughs) it started back in you know alpha beta like well uh, yeah seeds of it right it's been a very very long road coming
2: so
1: there's so much that you we could talk about and we could go back but we really try to just say here's what's relevant yeah so if you start with dominaria and we're on we just published episode 15? 15. Okay. So there's yeah. only 15 episodes to get through right now. It's a really good time to start at episode one mm-hmm. um, and just, uh, you know, hopefully binge them if, if you like it. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something that we try to do with the podcast is that we start in a, we kind of choose for you on where you can possibly start as an in and like episode set, like, uh, like episode said like Carla <laughs> said, episode one in Dominaria United is a great point to start. And we'll kind of fill you in along the way. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, that's something that we do. We're not going to spend a ton of time going back 30 years worth of history. That's a right. lot to go through. It's a lot. Yeah. 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 So like that's daunting for anybody. Mm-hmm. But if you start with us in episode one for Dominary United, we kind of like, we give you the context that you need to know in yeah. order to like fill in the gaps as you go. Yep. Um, and so we really did try to do that with a podcast. So if you start with us, you'll kind of get caught up to speed on, oh Mm -hmm. oh i see that's why that's why
1: that's why um so yeah and really like if you're interested in what's going on with the story right now starting with dominaria gets you there right and and we're gonna take you through the entire arc
0: yep well and that's you know that's what i really liked about this story arc is yes it's built on almost 30 years of history and story but i mean realistically the brothers war takes you back that part of the story and also the the what I'll call the second part of the Phyrexian arc when um, Karn goes to Mirrodin and all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff a lot of that is told through Karn's thoughts and his actions in this arc um, so that we get that redemptive bit at the end spoiler alert a little bit Um, (laughs) so it's all there it can absolutely you can start there and still get the background of, of everything that's been going on with Phyrexia
1: yeah yeah Without getting like an overload of like, here's all, however long Elspeth's been a Planeswalker. Yep. You know, I mean, my lord, that would be a lot of information. That would be several
2: episodes in and of itself. Exactly. Which we would,
1: we are not opposed to doing. (laughs)
2: Um, (laughs) We love
1: Elspeth. Um, But, you know, we really try to keep it like here. We try to give you context and keep it relevant, Mm -hmm. and we try really hard. Like, there's a lot of characters. We try really hard to give. We give people monikers sometimes. Like, you know, I think I called Urza, Urza the Meanie, uh, like a couple (laughs) of times, Um, and like uh, Karn, Karn the Golem. Like, we will give them monikers so it's like easier to kind of keep track of of what's going on with who, because there's so many different names. So we really, really try to make it as accessible as possible, and and so that it is that good place to start.
0: Yep. No, and I, I like the perspective of you all coming from the story because I know if, if I did this, if I was on the Magic Story podcast, I'd be like, okay, well, hold on. If you remember Karn, he was on this shifting thing and he was killing um, mogs because Volrath was torturing people. Like, Volrath? <laughs> That's why I'm not doing this. Um, all right, let's 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 focus back on, on you all on the, the podcast. What are some of your favorite Characters. We've talked about moments. Oh, what about question. characters?
1: Good question. So many. Yeah. So many that we yeah. fall in love with. Um, mm-hmm. My first love was Karn, just because I just like he's so he's not a human and he's so human relatable. Yeah. And it's like sometimes you feel like this <clears throat> big awkward monster and you just wanna be perceived as human. And I just really related to that. Um, And also he just has such a big heart in this hero's heart, even though, you know, he was of course created by Urza. He could have easily gone and been a baddie. He could have been a meanie, as I say, Um, but he didn't. He always chooses, he always chooses hope. He always chooses others. And I found, I just find Card really inspiring. Mm -hmm. Um, But Fave, Fave character is probably, I love Saheeli. Sahili is amazing. Mm. Just like I, yeah. in the story, we've really fallen in love with Sahili. Like yeah. she's brilliant. She's she's got a heart of gold, but she's not afraid mm-hmm. of pushing herself and yeah. of doing what needs to be done. And that I think that really comes across in a lot of our planeswalkers. Like Chandra yeah. Yeah. is so heroic, and you know she might be hot-headed and she might not always think before she jumps, but she jumps with the right intentions mm-hmm. every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just yeah. took, like, a ton of them. You no, have others. No, no. <laughs> like, I, I totally
2: agree with you. It's it's funny in that you mentioned Karn. I think Karn was the perfect character for us to start with and, and as just as an entry point because there's so much that you can really appreciate about karn yeah and and yet there's it's funny because you'll see it on the podcast where it's like i also get very frustrated with karn. She does. <laughs> um it's just because i'm like come on karn you're not telling anybody where you're going yeah. um she's so, like she, yeah like one of our first
1: episodes natalie has this rant where she's like every mountaineer knows <laughs> leave a note leave a
2: note
1: where <laughs> you you're yeah. tell somebody where you're going
2: uh which is so funny because because he does he makes mistakes right yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it just goes to show that I, like, deep down, I truly love Karn. Yeah. And I think Karn's a fantastic character to start with. If, like, you're getting into story for the first time with Dominary United, it's like, follow along with Karn on what he's up to, and yeah. it'll get you caught up to speed. Um, it's just funny that I get that. That said, with don't try
0: too. to understand Karn's background.
2: Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> <Which laughs> a a <laughs> there was
0: Zantu was a sleeper agent, but then her Matrix, anyway. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I think. Another favorite character of mine, we mentioned her already, is Elspeth. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, we get to know her so well. And if you're, if you're just getting involved with the story for the first time with the podcast, yeah. it's like you get to know her so well in her, uh, just her heroism and her, her ability to be able to rise up in these darkest moments to be the hero truly Mm -hmm. that the other planeswalkers look to and need. And I just, I relate so much to her personality (laughs) because um, she is like very, she can be very introverted and I am so introverted that I'm like power to the introverts, you know, and that it's like you're, she's truly just a sweetheart and a a good person, Mm -hmm. but she struggles to, you know, like, I I just like love the scene where uh, Chandra is, is there, you know, kind of um, reminiscing over the fact that they had lost Jaya and it was kind of this reunion yeah. moment with Joda. Um, and this was just before the attack on Urza's tower in season two with Brothers War. Mm-hmm. And Elspeth wants to make friends and she's like oh and, the, and Chandra has like has no problem with it. She's like come on over and, and we'll we'll chat about it and I want to get to know you. Um, but Elspeth is like no I just want to go look at my my map and my books and I'm like oh Elspeth I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> So I just love. I just relate so much to Elspeth, um, mm-hmm. just because she is she is that person. I'm just like I, I hear you, girl. I yeah. hear you. Yeah, I <laughs> feel like if I were to say like Natalie is a planeswalker, it
1: would be Elspeth. Yeah, I feel like I'd be Chandra. You'd be Chandra.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like. I mean, that's a little obvious. yeah on little on the nose there. <laughs> I would also be the red-haired planeswalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so we have at least one Volrath fan in the chat. I see you. Um, <laughs> but that does bring me the question of how, how much do you go back and look at old stories to understand context?
1: It really depends because mm. I don't want to bring too much in. Yeah. You know, but I do want that context there. Mm-hmm. And so um, we do a lot of research mm-hmm. uh, to make sure mm-hmm. that we are not saying something incorrectly. Right. Right. Uh, we we like I said before, we feel so privileged and honored to be able to talk about the story, not being on yeah. the story team ourselves. Yeah. And so we do we do a lot of research to make sure we're, we're saying the right things. Um, so we will go back and we'll, we'll read old stories. We'll look at, you know, um, you know, there's so many amazing articles that we have published on mm-hmm. ju- that we continue to publish on. You know, uh, even like w- when we were talking about um, Cinders, episode Cinders mm-hmm. with Othari, the bird mm-hmm. that's like this fire bird, this phoenix, um, there was an article that uh, Grace Fong had written that I ended up finding that really talked about Othari that was really great. So we just try to use all the resources that we have because we, we don't want to leave important details out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we are aware that we are newer to the story ourselves. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I guarantee there's stuff we've missed. But we try really hard to include as much as is like going to get you to understand like the motivation or Mm -hmm. why we got here um, without being like, okay, so in 1994, you know, (laughs) yeah, we have to be very careful. That would be what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. uh, That's compelling
0: listening. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I do want to. So we've had some really good questions in chat. So I want to encourage you all to put some more questions about Magic Story and the Magic Story podcast in chat. Um we're going to stick to those topics today. Uh I appreciate the questions that have come in so far and we'll ask them. It will make it easier for me to see them if you tag them at magic right at the beginning. I'll I'll see that you're talking to us and talking to me. Uh, and we will we will chat about them. Um in the meantime, let's do a little forward looking. Yeah. Just uh, I, I know yeah. okay. we're, we're we're not going to give anything away. No
1: no no major spoilers. No yet.
0: spoilers, yeah. but um, what sort of questions are you looking forward to getting some answers on in aftermath or what questions do you have
1: there's right now where we're at in the story because we're recording march of the machine right now and we're about halfway almost halfway we're about a quarter through just about halfway not quite
2: yeah yeah not quite
1: um so i'm still trying to figure out what is happening with a lot of the of the planeswalkers right now. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm like, okay, well, Joda was in. Mm-hmm. Dominaria, like, where's he been? Um, just, I just want to know where everybody is and, mm-hmm. like, make sure that they are, are all safe and tucked in with a blanket, essentially. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you're halfway yeah. through the story, they're not safe and tucked <laughs> yeah. away. No. Uh, that's, no. that's not how that story works. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: just going to yeah.
2: believe it and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, about you? I think... I think I just have, and I don't want to give too much away for, for like those of you who are listening out there and are just getting caught up with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have tons of stuff to still go over with, yeah. with March of the Machine, um, but I'm going to keep it very vague and say that nothing will ever be the same again um, based off of this this fight with Elish Norn and, and the Phyrexian invasion on the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just have so many questions over some of the hardships that our current planeswalkers have gone through. I have so many, I'm still in denial yeah. <laughs> over, over some of them. Um, I have so many questions over truly, is, are like, what is now going to happen with Jason Brasca mm-hmm. um, based off of what we've seen in season three. Um, I have so many questions about, you know, the fate of Chandra and Nyssa um, and what's going to happen to their story. I have, I have so many questions over, the, we, have seen, we have seen so much heartache happen to our Planeswalkers, and I have just questions over, are they going to truly be okay? Mm -hmm. Are, is like, are any of them going to be able to come back, you know, and are any of them going to be the same after this? You know, and I think, I think that's a lot of the open-ended questions that I have, like from, from the end of the March of the Machine and going into the aftermath and then going forward is just. What, how are our characters going to evolve mm-hmm. from, from these events? And, and how are they going to be different? Or how are they going to ever be able to come back if that? Yeah. Um, just because so much, so much has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, Kaya yeah.
1: was so introspective in yeah. one of the episodes that we just recorded. And she talks about, will I ever be the same?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How is this going to shape me? I, like in real time, she's compartmentalizing what's going on around her, because she understands that it is going to impact her for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're worried for <coughs> <Yeah>. them.
2: <laughs> Kaya is one of, of, of many planeswalkers who I think are going through the same thing in this, in this invasion and, and what's happened with, with Elishnor and the Phyrexians. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it is, it's, it's epic and it's massive. And like I said, I don't think any of them are going to be the same again.
1: I know. Just scary. Which is scary.
0: If you in, in this in the story, and we'll just keep this to the span of the podcasts okay. you've done so far. Um, if you could change something in the story, or tweak it, or save a character, or yeah. not save a character, what what would Ooh. you change?
1: I still can't <coughs> deal with a Johnny,
0: <laughs> and that <laughs>
1: happened in Dominaria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I still can't deal with it. Like every every time, I'm like, okay, where's a Johnny? And when is he gonna be a Johnny again? And like I just that one I really have a hard time with, especially because you see so many things that trickle be down as as a result of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like um things that Elishnor knows about the planeswalkers very likely came from a Johnny. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that to me, if like we could undo that, it's like so much damage would be undone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And also like Elspeth would have her mentor and they, you know, Elspeth just has so much weight on her shoulders. She's had someone to look up to before this, but here she's really like in charge and she's feeling the weight of everyone's responsibility on her shoulders. But but it's really fascinating because she doesn't, like in the same breath as she's like, oh man, there's a lot on my shoulders. She's like, I have to do this. Yeah. This is the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, Gosh, this is like, this is bringing up so many thoughts. Um, I think truthfully, I I mentioned Karn earlier where like, I have this love-hate relationship with karn and <laughs> <laughs> that i truly i truly do love karn but then i also like get so irritated with him i think what's happened to karn over the fact of like let's let's rewind and remind everybody at the point of the podcast he is he is at the mercy of Elish Norn. Mm-hmm. he has been completely disassembled he has been go- he has gone through so much over trying to prove to the multiverse first of all that the phyrexians are indeed a threat all yeah. through dominary united yeah um and then he like, it's just gone from bad to worse yeah. for for Karn. Um, and I know that if Karn had any choice, he would be fighting right alongside his Planeswalkers. Yeah. But instead, he is forced to be completely disassembled and have to witness it all. And Karn, I think, carries immense guilt. Not to get too much into the into the weeds of Karn's yeah. backstory, but I think Karn just carries so much guilt over what he has accidentally created and and what it's what it's led up to at this point, that. I think Karn has had a really unfair <laughs> situation where I just, uh, if I could change one thing, it was to have Karn like give his re- his redemption yeah. to, to be able to fight alongside his planeswalker friends and kind of redeem himself and, and put things right the way that I know that Karn wants to. Yeah. Um, I think that Karin's situation and his fate through the whole story was, was really, really hard. And I think that'd be something that I'd try and change if I could.
0: You, you, just, you constantly feel bad for Karin, but at the same time, you're like, why? don't go into that room by yourself. Yeah. Why, why are you... Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Like,
1: yeah. I, I get it. You're like this big hunk of metal who like <clears throat> is kind of... Doesn't
0: <laughs> want to hurt your friends. This is yeah. my problem to solve. And yeah. it's like, yeah, dude, you're not going to solve it.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. Your track record's he, not
0: great. No. And, yeah. yeah.
1: No. Yeah. And he just like, the, like especially when we're in his head, like the decisions he makes, are just like, friend, no.
0: <laughs> I, I get it, but don't. Yeah, don't. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Question from chat. Um, okay. Trying to be non-spoilery. Okay. Um, so there. Uh, we saw a lot of planeswalkers and non-planeswalkers assembling in coalitions in Dominaria to fight the Phyrexians. If they survive, who do you think might emerge as leaders on that plane? Oh. It seems like every time we're on Dominaria, a new a yeah. new kind of leader steps up. Yeah. It's it's yeah. Teferi here, it was Jaya there and, and yeah. you know, a Johnny at times, but yeah. so assuming the current cast of characters survives, who do you think kind of steps up and leads on Dominaria? Oh
2: gosh. Maybe Elf. Maybe. Elspeth is one of my first like first thoughts. Yeah. Also, Teferi, Like Teferi, Teferi has done so much. Teferi has a tendency to be. He doesn't want to be. No. That's that's the funny part It's like yeah. he doesn't want to be a leader, but he so is. Yeah. But so but is a leader. We talk
1: on the podcast about how like that's one of the things that kind of makes you a better leader.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Is like
1: when you don't want the responsibility, but you see the need and you fill it, and yeah. that's what Teferi seems to do.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I think there's I think there's a lot of good options mm-hmm. um, depending on on who stays around, but. Based on who people look up to already, who the Planeswalkers look up to, that's what I would say. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Um, I'll answer this next question. It's not related to story, but it is uh, close enough to uh, the thing that you're asking about that I'll answer anyway. Um, any possible news on more Command Fest coming soon? It was hinted that there would be some around Lord of the Rings. Uh, would be nice to get more info more than months of advance. There's a save the date article going up today. It'll be up. Yeah. Uh, it might already be up. Uh, Head to magic.gg. It's either coming or it's already up. Either way. Yeah, there. Um, All right. I think that covers all the questions we have in chat. Any last thoughts about the Magic Story podcast? How can people listen to it?
1: I'm going to say one of the coolest things about working on the podcast has been opening packs after reading the story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm like, this common (laughs) is like... Koth or Geth or some like really cool character that you got to read about in the story. And before you'd be like, Okay, cool creature on a card. Yeah. You know, I'm adding this just because it because of its mechanic, because of its mana value, its color, whatever. Yeah. But now I'm like, yeah. you know, it's funny. Like, we'll we'll cr- I'll crack packs with my friends, and they're like, Oh, look at my mythic, look at my rare, and I'm like, Look at my comment. You know, like <laughs> yeah. they're really excited about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. it really has changed how I Absolutely. play Magic, and it's yeah. made me like, it's funny because it makes it it sneaks into my deck building. Yep. Right, <laughs> because I'm like, these two aren't friends, and these two now kiss. Right, like, it's yeah. like <laughs> you have the different the different ways that you. Want to put people together um, based on what you know about the story or you're mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, this person, you know, maybe was the demise of this other person. I do want to put them in the same deck because that's fun and that's, <laughs> that's weird and interesting. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just think that's
2: been it just it's, it's so crazy how much more the story brings to the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 A thousand percent agree. It's I was actually opening Dominaria Remastered packs earlier this year, and we had just gone through Brothers War and, 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 you know, recording that whole season. Mm-hmm. And I had so much greater respect and context for old Dominaria. Yeah. And, and then I was opening these cards and I had so much more appreciation over, like you said, I would suddenly come across a dragon engine and I'm like, Oh, I know what that is. I've yeah. seen like, and, <laughs> and it had that emotional connection of us recording it in the podcast. And those moments brought to life in the story, yeah. it just felt like it felt so, I hate to say it, but it felt so complete.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we've got He's kicking us the pun out, pun out of yep. Yep. <laughs> no, the, puns in the show far. anymore. Uh, um, thank you both for coming on. Um, if you want to listen to the Magic Story podcast, all you got to do is go to wherever you listen to podcasts and search for Magic Story podcast. Exactly. And it should be yep. right there. Yep. Um, if you do want to dive deeper, there's a couple places to go. The old episodes of the Magic Story podcast uh, talk about the first time we went back to Dominaria, Mm that set called Dominaria. Talks about a lot of lore on that, a lot about um, Dominaria as a whole. That one goes pretty deep as well. Um, And then, of course, if you just want to read... The story you can go to, I believe it's mtgstory.com, yep. and that'll redirect you to where all of the current online fiction is. So yeah, those yeah. are some good places to start. Otherwise, look for Magic Story releasing, uh, Magic Story podcast releasing on Mondays. Uh, next week we will be back, as I said, with Roy Graham and Emily Tang, uh, two of the people behind March the Machines. After the aftermath, um, we are going to go through. Every card in that story. If you've been paying attention, it's a little shift in our preview season. We were going to do two days. We're now doing it in an hour, uh, which we will do. 50 cards. We're going to do it in an hour, I think. <laughs> um, and we will talk about what's going on in different planes. We're going to cover the story of various different characters and some behind the scenes stuff. So uh, we're going to cover all the cards in that hour. And we are going to talk about March of the Machines, The Aftermath after that we are going to be at MagicCon minneapolis the friday preview panel i will be there uh as well as matt taback gavin verhey and uh roy graham actually and so we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff coming up then and then weekly mtg will be off the week after because we'll be traveling back so thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week
1: thanks y'all thanks
2: everybody